Having spent five years living in NYC, the Big Apple, New York City, I can tell you it is a nightmare to drive around at the best of times. There are always people illegally parking, always people breaking various driving laws. The congestion's an absolute nightmare, but now Google wants in on the driving action in New York City. It's preparing the city for self-driving cars. And our New York-based tech expert, Paul Stenhouse, is with us this morning. Hey, Steny, what's happening? Well, let me tell you, the traffic's got no better since you've since you left jack yeah it maybe had a brief moment where in the middle of COVID it was actually pretty good but it's actually come back worse than ever there are a lot of new yorkers actually who bought cars well because people don't want to go on public transport now right no they don't no no my my friend commutes you know rage she um yeah so (laughs) but a bit in joke yeah but anyway my friend rachel (laughs) commutes from long island and it's not uncommon for her to have a two-hour journey to work or home so sometimes she'll spend four hours a day in the car Yep, I've, I've got colleagues who live outside the city and they are doing very similar commutes. It's crazy, wild. Hence why a lot of us aren't going back into the office, right? Yeah. Because it's just, you know, we've, we've discovered that it's easier to work at home. So, yeah, like these these cars are kind of, you know, these self-driving cars, they, they, they need to work out what's around them. Right. Right? And yes. so they use sensors that are on the car. So if a pedestrian jumps in front of them, that's great. But they also just need to understand some of the intricacies that may or may not be covered on the maps, you yeah. see? Yeah. And so Google is sending in all of these cars, which are sort of like their street view cars, but on steroids. Because um, they have got all of these sensors, all of these cameras, they're doing radar and all this sort of stuff to understand almost every nook and cranny of the streets, right? right? They're trying to work out what the speed limits are. They're trying to work out where the potholes are. They're trying to work out where people are commonly, you know, running in front, not necessarily using the lights to cross. it's going to be really interesting to see New York City use as a test market because, as you say, there's not only all of that to contend with. There are uh, there's terrible weather as well. The rain comes down really hard when it comes down. There's snow. Um, there's cars that block lanes. It's going to be a really good test, to be honest. But mm. these cars, I should point out, are just gathering. They're just going to be gathering all of this data. Um, and then that will be fed back into the system so that one day in the future we can start to look to the, you know, we can look to the driverless option. And, you know, the way that they talk about these driverless cars should hopefully improve the commutes because if all of the cars can kind of talk to each other, then the hope is that they can actually drive closer together Right. Because they know what the car in front's going to be doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You haven't got a, you haven't got an, you know, an unknown, which is you know a person with their their foot that could end up on a on a brake. Well, theoretically, if you just have nothing but um but driverless cars on the roads, it should be way more efficient. Congestion shouldn't be an issue, yeah. right? Theoretically, yeah, because you'll be able, well, because well, you could also time it with lights and you could do some yeah, really kind yeah. of smart stuff. Um, but then there's just the problem of volume, right? As well. Um, yeah. But And there's also the fun story of, uh, you know, whether or not we trust the driverless cars because the driverless car companies will tell you that driverless cars are safer than when you have a driver behind the wheel. Oh, they definitely are. But well, the problem, I mean, well, I no, they are. A lot but of people ex- in their cars right now, Jack, scoffing and saying. Yeah, well, those know. people are wrong. That's like how people people <laughs> think that, um, you know, don't they? Don't like 80% of people say that they're an above average driver? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Math I, doesn't work. Well, I, the ethical question is the one I always love. 
Like if an if a driverless car is heading towards a, an accident and it can like hold its course and that will kill one person or it can swerve into the lane uh, oh no sorry it'll hold its course and that'll kill two people or it can deliberately swerve into another lane and kill one innocent person what does it do like somewhere somehow they have to program it to make that ethical decision Woo! yeah anyway um, we will watch yes, that the, uh, with keen interest Sunday morning yeah. with Professor Jack Tain. well this is it yeah no I love those little ethical sort of things it's like a real life version of Squid Game where you've got to go hmm what should it do what would I do <laughs>